Welcome to the Marketland Coffee Podcast. This episode is part of our rollout series where we introduce new coffees to the Marketland team. My name is Einar and I'm here with Jason and the coffee we are talking about today is Marie Bedabasingwa from Gagenke, Rwanda. Hello Jason, welcome back to the podcast studio. I know you've been out in the secret little garden we have at the back of the roastery. Hi Anna, hi everyone. Yeah, we have a, a small patch out there. It's probably two meters wide by 15 meters long. So secretly it's quite a bit of space to grow some veggies and some flowers. And yeah, it's coming up to winter. So it's time to give the earth a bit of a refresh, pull out your old summer crops. Our sunflowers came out, our tomatoes are still going, but they're never going to ripen. So they're going to have to come out. And yeah, time to start thinking about winter. So I made a small little natives patch with some grasses and some uh, nice flowers for the bees to get into. And uh, we'll look at the productive side for next spring. And uh, there's some wines that looked good during summer, but there was no fruit this season. No fruit, no. I've got three different types there. I think there's one Chardonnay, one just normal grape. And uh, I'm not sure what the third one is, but yeah, I was hoping for some fruit, but no fruit. It may be that we need pollinators or something. I'm not sure. I gave them a good prune as well, so hopefully they'll come back in spring nice and strong. We got a question from the floor. Yeah, we got a bit of anonymous feedback. Anonymous question asking why we use the the particular drippers, the cones that we do. I guess the answer goes back to consistency across a number of our stores. So we talk about how to brew coffee consistently between different people, different stores, different locations. And it's really challenging because everyone has different backgrounds. Um, there can be sort of different equipment in different in different shops. And so we want to try and find ways that we can make it as simple and as consistent as possible while still producing an excellent cup. And so that's the reason we have a standard dose for our filter coffees. We fix it to 30 grams so that everyone knows it's the same. And it's also the reason we chose the flat bottom uh, filter cones. They actually add a little bit more resistance than V60 filters. They have a bit more resistance than um, some of the other flat bottom larger drippers. Uh, so we find that that little bit of resistance means that it's easier to control the amount of water that goes through or the flow rate that goes through. Um, so to answer, we love that they're really well made. They're handmade in Japan. We love that they produce a really great cup of coffee. And we also love that they help improve consistency in brewing across the stores. Yeah, so I hope that answers the question. And if you do have any further questions about any of the stuff we use or why we do it, please ask. We got an update on how we are writing coffee orders on cups. Uh, it's the way we write single-origin espresso for a drink made with single-origin espresso. In the past, we've been using a symbol I don't even know how to pronounce. For me, it's theta. But yeah, yeah we've been talking about this for a little, little while. Yeah, for me, it's uh. But <laughs> <laughs> I think for helping the customer, we're going to change and write the full name of the single-origin espresso on the cup. So if someone orders a single-origin flat white uh, and the single-origin is Santa Clara, you would write Santa Clara flat white on the cup so that the customer knows which single origin they are drinking. Um, we talked about this for a while. It, it We went back and forth. I, I think it will add a little bit of time to actually writing on the cup instead of just doing the symbol. But actually, it adds a really, really nice touch to the customer's experience because they will become more familiar with the coffee 
um, that they are drinking by the name. And I, I think it will really differentiate us from, from other cafes and, you know, to, to read on the cup that it's a Santa Clara flat white rather than just a flat white, I think makes it really special. And I think in most cases, we do have time to write a full name on the cup. I think in most cases, there's, there is definitely time to spend a little bit more time on the cup to make it, you know, especially neat or easy to read or more presentable for customers. Yeah, I always think that the customer is going to take this cup away and, and look at it for a little while uh, or br- give it to someone else. And it's nice that the person receiving the coffee can understand what we've written on it. Speaking of writing on cups, our new filter coffee from Rwanda has quite a long name and it's the name of the producer. How do we pronounce this, Jason? Her name is Marie Beda Basingwa. Now, it is a longer name than we have for most coffees, but it is her full name. And I think it's really respectful to use it and to learn how to pronounce it properly. When you're looking at it, I find the easiest way to, to pronounce it or to learn how to pronounce it is to break it up into a couple of different parts. So it's Marie, and then I would break it up to Beda, so B-E-D-A, and then Basingwa, so B-A-S-I-N-G-W-A. It is all phonetic, so it shouldn't be it shouldn't be too challenging. Um, if you if you do have trouble, maybe try write it out. It, everyone learns differently. For me, I find writing things out and then looking at them is the best way to learn. So you could try writing it out with spaces between the um, the different syllables to learn how to say it. But it would be really great if everyone practices a little bit, so that when someone someone does stumble when ordering it. I'll have the Marie filter coffee, or I'll have the Rwandan filter coffee. You can confidently say. The coffee from Marie Bedebasingwa. Yeah, I find it easier to learn if I repeat it and say it out loud. So uh, that's why I always repeat the names of the coffees endlessly. But it's also a way for me to, to memorize them and be confident how to talk about the coffees. But let's talk about her coffee. So she uh, normally provides coffee to the Ruli washing station, um, which is part of the Dukundakawa cooperative. And we were just talking about it before. We're not actually 100% sure why her coffee has been separated, but presumably she wanted it to be separated. And she has um, a large enough lot size that it, it makes sense for it to be handled separately to the, to the other coffees delivered to the Ruli washing station. We brewed some of uh, Marie Badebasingwa's coffee up earlier and had a taste. Uh, one problem with recording our podcast is that we do it pretty close to the first roast date. Um, so the coffee is very fresh. Um, but we had a taste and wrote down some notes. Do you want to share what you think? Yeah, absolutely. I found some really nice dried fruit flavors. I found like dried fig and uh, a nice raisin taste. Also some, you know, quite traditional Rwandan flavors like black tea, honey, um, caramel. I also found it was a really heavy-bodied and quite a rich coffee. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was quite rich and sweet. Um, orange, brown sugar, red apple, and grape. And I think as it rests and develops here, it will show a little bit more acidity. So maybe some dried orange peel, you know, for those of you who like cocktails, and some more fresh fruit acidity, I think, as well. And obviously, we can compare this coffee to the Mbilima Organic. The two washing stations are fairly close to each other. And I find the taste profile to be fairly similar, actually. Um, obviously, the Mbilima Organic will be darker roast because it's for espresso. And the 
Murray, bit of a singer for a filter, but the taste profile can be similar, yeah. Mari Betabasingwa is a washed processed red bourbon varietal from the Gagenke region of Rwanda. Tasting notes on the bag are raisin and chocolate with a sweet finish. This coffee retails for $20 for 250 grams and $6.80 per cup. Thank you everyone for listening and if you do have any other coffee related questions, uh, please get in touch. Jason, how can we reach you? Uh, you can do jason at marketlane.com.au or the anonymous feedback form if you want to get in touch that way. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. See you soon.